When Jesus said, I am, we find assurance and promise that we can be His. Let's consider the I am statements of Jesus. It's an exciting study, and that's right now from the International Gospel Hour. Stay tuned. Hi, this is Jay Webb for International Gospel Hour. For almost 90 years, Churches of Christ have proclaimed God's Word through International Gospel Hour. You are about to listen to another Bible-based lesson with Jeff Archie of International Gospel Hour, starting now. I am bound for the promised land. Thank you to our J-Webb, and greetings to all of you, and thank you for tuning in to the International Gospel Hour broadcast. Whether you're listening to us over the air, through a podcast option, whatever the case might be, thank you for tuning in, and we appreciate your study with us today. I want to extend a special thank you to my brother and friend, Mark Posey, of Winfield, Alabama, and his Pulpit Preview periodical for today's thoughts and consideration. It is a short yet a powerful phrase, I am. When Moses met with God at the burning bush in Exodus 3 and verse 14, God revealed himself as, I am, or Jehovah God. According to Paul, God made the world and all the things therein, Acts 17, verse 24. And Jesus, according to the Apostle John in John 1 and verse 1, says that he was with God and was God. So when Jesus used the words, I am, He declared Himself deity. He declared Himself as the one to whom God sent into the world to redeem man. In the Gospel of John, Jesus uttered seven statements that were prefaced by the words, I am. So, in a few moments, we're going to look at their significance and their application for our lives. That'll be our study today. And folks, before we begin, let me pause here. We'll be back in about 30 seconds. Since 1934, the International Gospel Hour has been heard over the radio, and to God be the glory. We are blessed to remain on the air through gracious giving of congregations of Churches of Christ, faithful Christians, and devoted friends. That's why you will never hear us asking for money from you, our listeners. Our offers of material and study aids are absolutely free. We want you to grow in the knowledge of the Word of God. Thank you always for listening. The I Am Statements of Jesus. Here's the first one. I am the bread of life. From John 6 and verse 35, connected to the feeding of the 5,000 in John chapter 6 verses 1 through 13, Jesus brings forth this statement in the discourse of that context following the feeding of the 5,000. It is a statement that brings the truth forth to let us know that Christ is the bread which brings life, that He is more than physical bread. Now, we understand the nutrients and the need of physical bread, why that's noted and stated quite often of its necessity for the human body. But when Jesus said, I am the bread of life, those that hunger and thirst after righteousness, as in Matthew 5 and verse 6, will be filled through the bread of life, Jesus Christ. So, friends, let's make certain that spiritually we are partaking of the bread of life. The I am statements of Jesus, here's a second one. 
I am the light of the world, from John 8 and verse 12. Now, I find of interest, and again, I appreciate my friend Mark Posey for making this point, that this statement is connected to the Feast of Tabernacles, or the Feast of Booths, in John chapter 7. And at those feasts, or at the feast, the lights were present all throughout Jerusalem and in the temple during the feast. Now, with that scene and everything well lit, Jesus declares He is the true light. What a beautiful illustration that our Lord pulls forth from that brightness physically to where He brings forth His his authority as the true light spiritually. And the first recorded words by the Almighty God were, Let there be light as in his creation of Genesis 1 and verse 1. Light is powerful. It eliminates darkness. And we must make certain that Jesus is the light that is so evident in our lives. The I Am statements of Jesus. Here's a third one. I Am the Door. From John chapter 10, verses 7 and 9. Of course, this ties in to the parable of the shepherd and the sheep in John 10, 1 through 6. Now, Jesus, as the door, is the only way of entrance into salvation. He's the gateway, if you will, into eternal life. When he says, I am the door, then we understand we can only enter through Christ. And one must enter into Christ to be saved, Romans 8 and verse 1. How does one get into Christ? We'll let the Scriptures answer from Romans 6, 4 through 6, and Galatians 3 and verse 27, that one must be baptized into Christ. Isn't that amazing? Based upon one's faith, one's repentance and confession, one is baptized into Christ, added to the church, in Christ, in the church, in His body, which is the church, Ephesians 5, 22 and 23, but also Ephesians 1, 22 and 23. The I Am Statements of Jesus We're going hurriedly. Let me give you a fourth one. It actually ties in to I am the door. But in John 10, verses 11 and 14, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. Now, once again, let's remain within the context of John chapter 10. As Jesus is the door, we also see him as the good shepherd. He cares for his sheep, even at the cost of his life. He would lay down his life for his sheep, as a shepherd would. That does not leave them unprotected and vulnerable, but will draw the sheep to Him. You know, we think about in that parable, verse 3 of the porter will open the door, and how that the shepherds would have their sheep placed, if you will, in a very large corral, as we would think about it, for the porter to protect them over the night, to shut them in. And when the porter would open the door, the shepherd would call out his sheep, and they would recognize their shepherd's voice and come forth. What a beautiful thought of Jesus as the good shepherd, and how indeed we need to be the sheep of his pasture. In Isaiah forty eleven, the prophecy of Christ, he will feed his flock like a shepherd. He will gather the lambs with his arm and carry them in his bosom and gently lead those who are with young. What a beautiful thought. Are you loving these I am statements of Jesus? Dear friends, are they not giving us a hope and a direction? Here is number five. I am the resurrection and the life. That's from John 11, verse 25, connecting with the raising of Lazarus from the dead. 
And the individual who puts his or hers obedient faith in Jesus will live even though they die. You know, I love this thought. Jesus is the resurrection and the life of present power and future good. And in John 5:28 and 29, the Bible says, Do not marvel at this, for the hour is coming in which all who are in the graves will hear his voice and come forth. Those who have done good unto the resurrection of life, those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. He is the resurrection and the life. What a powerful statement. Here's another. The I Am Statements of Jesus, number six. I am the way and the truth and the life. This statement is tied in with his farewell discourse at the Last Supper in John 13. And Jesus is comforting his apostles within the next three chapters, verses 14 through 16, then his prayer in 17. Now, friends, we find this text within the assurance that he will come again. You know, he does remind us he goes to prepare a place for us. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again, receive you unto myself that where I am, there you may be also. You know, friends, at times, comments like this have come my way, what I'm about to say. You know, we are all going to the same place just by different paths. Or, we are all worshiping the same God just in different ways. Friends, have you ever considered that statements like those just cannot be true when you consider John 14, verse 6? I mean, all three words, way, truth, life, and then the word the said three times, the way, the truth, the life, concerning Christ. It shows promise, provision, and passion. And it also reminds us specifically, there is no other way, nor multiple ways, no other truth, nor multiple truths, and no other life or multiple lives that will deliver us, only Jesus Christ, I am the way, the truth, and the life. May I give you number seven. The I am statements of Jesus, I am the true vine. Now we're going back to John 15, verses 1 and verse 5, where he makes that declaration. Remaining in the context of John 14 through 16, Jesus shows himself as the true vine and how one must be in the vine to bear fruit and to be fruitful. Verse 5 of John 15, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. Now listen to the remainder of the verse. For without me, you can do nothing. Without being in the vine, we can do nothing. We're like a branch that doesn't bear fruit that will be purged and pitched out. Have you enjoyed the I am statements of Jesus? Dear friends, How thankful we are that Jesus can say, I am, and how thankful we are to offer you this free study material about the victory in Jesus. Here's our J-Webb. We appreciate you and your desire to know more about Christ. Our free study titled, Victory in Jesus, is available in a wonderful study booklet. Please call toll-free at 1-855-IGH-6988. And leave your name, address, and just say, Victory Study. 
You may also go to our website at internationalgospelhour.com, click on the Contact tab, and leave us the same information, name, address, and type Victory Study in the message box. We appreciate our listeners and your interest in the things of Christ. And now, let's return to Jeff. And let us study together another time. Thanks for joining me today on the International Gospel Hour broadcast. I'm Jeff Archie, and friends... Keep listening. Thank you for listening to our broadcast today. To God goes all the glory. And we hope that our study today will draw you closer to His Word to walk in His way. To listen to it again or other broadcasts, please visit our website at internationalgospelhour.com. God be with you today.